Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a good Saturday morning. Welcome aboard. And if you are interested in a couple of hours of escape from all the craziness in the world, well, maybe you've come to the right place. And if you're planning on going out and practicing some socially distanced fishing or perhaps turkey hunting, you've also come to the right place. I'm Don Dubuque. Thank you for joining us this morning. And we'll try to kind of take our minds off of some of this. We've got to keep our sanity while we're trying to remain healthy and safe. And what exactly are you doing to do that? How are you handling this? And what are you doing to keep your mind straight? 870-870 is our text board. We'd love to hear from you. we got a lot of closures to talk about, folks. Just about every event on our outdoors calendar uh, that involves any number of people has been canceled or postponed. Uh, fishing launches, some are closed, some are open, some areas open, some are closed. Uh, with the help of a uh, member of the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club, uh, Andy, uh, I got a, a list here accumulated, and I can maybe help you. If you've got a launch that you frequent or wonder if it's open and can't get a hold of them, or some of these places are just public and there's no one there, and if you're wondering if it's open to close, shoot me a text, and I'll match it up with our list, my list, and Andy's list, and we'll see if we've got some information to give you a hand. Uh, one of the big news items this week, uh, one of our treasures of the Louisiana coast, uh, the Elmer's Island Tract has been closed by the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. I will share with you their official statement regarding that. That's all coming up. Uh, plus, our bad boys of the outdoors. Yeah, bad boys stay at it. Coronavirus, uh, COVID-19 uh, threat, doesn't matter. They're still out there breaking the law. We've got a couple of Jefferson Parish guys busted down in Plaquemines Parish. I'll tell you their story. Also, tell you another story, but a, a, a really nice, interesting, refreshing story. And is the restoration of another one of our Louisiana coastal treasures. I'm talking about Queen Bess Island, located off the shore of Grand Isle, about two, maybe two and a half miles northeast of Barataria Pass. Uh, long known as one of the most prolific pelican rookeries in not just the United States, but all over the world. Uh, it was just about gone through coastal erosion, damage from storms. And through the efforts of a lot of folks, it's been restored. And it is loaded up. When I say loaded up, I mean thousands of pelicans and lots of other shorebirds there, too. We went a fishing trip out. Captain Darrell Carpenter and I went out there. We got some beautiful footage of the island, the birds, and caught a few fish while we're at it. We'll talk to you more about that situation over there. All right, also, it's Youth Hunting Weekend for the Louisiana Utes, as they called. If you got a youngster and you want to get him out. Now, remember that the adult... Is only supervisory in this 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 uh, program. Uh, you can do it for today and tomorrow. I will be bringing my nine-year-old nephew, Drew Dubuque. Some of you know him. He's a state record fish holder, and uh, he that's one thing he has not bagged. He's got just about everything else, but not a turkey. And we took a shot last year, came up empty-handed. But as I was telling him, uh, you appreciate it more when you have to work for it. And, We'll give it a shot, and then hopefully our trip to Kansas in a couple of weeks will we'll come to fruition, and we'll get him a, a nice big gobbler. Anyway, the beady-eyed bird, we may or may not hear from him this morning. Turkey hunting, by the way, is open in Mississippi and Alabama now, and uh, Louisiana's regular season does not open until next weekend. 
I know it seems like it's taken forever to get here. I got a report from my buddy Toby. He's been wearing turkeys out in neighboring states. He's, he says it's finally here. Youth season in Louisiana. They've got a few young guys up there with them in Pine, and the turkeys are goblins. Stay tuned. He's been sending me some really nice pictures of some birds that they've been bagging. All right, we also got a coastal marine forecast, and uh, normally this would be a pretty good forecast to get out on. We got south winds today offshore, 15 to 20 knots, 3 to 5 foot seas, and I got to tell you, in memory, recent memory, I can't remember a year that tops this as far as offshore fishing for yellowfin, blackfin tuna, and some really big wahoo. I mean, some big pigs have been coming in, and uh, Martha Spencer, my co-host, has really been working hard on that. Uh, tomorrow, the winds will be again southerly, a little lighter, 10 to 15, but you got uh, a chance of 20% rain tomorrow. And then the, on the inside, you got south winds, uh, 10 to 15 today with a light chop. Tomorrow, there's going to be some kind of a little front coming through. That's where maybe that rain chance comes in. Uh, 5 to 10 out of the northwest tomorrow in some smooth conditions. Tide, not bad. About 0.8 is the average tide range. Uh, For those of you interested in Pearl River, it is just under flood stage. Flood stage is 14. It's at 13.6, but the tendency is to drop. Mississippi River's got a little bit of a rise, uh, 15.3. Doesn't look like we'll have to endure a spillway opening. Uh, don't we have enough to endure without that? All right, we got fishing reports for you, information for you along the coast uh, during these very difficult times. We'll be back to share some information with you from Robbie Campo down at Campo's Marina in Shell Beach right after this time out where you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And let's head on down to St. Bernard Parish and talk to Robbie Campo. Robbie, what's going on down there? Well, good morning, Don. We got about a uh, maybe a ten knot east southeast wind blowing, so it's it's blowing harder than it was yesterday. Um, but I tell you, um, it didn't stop the fish bite uh, from the outside of the dam to the long rocks. Uh, it was you know they caught a lot of trout there this past week, and um, <clears throat> not as much trout around the fort and the Luch Canal and the eastern shoreline that I would like to see what I'd like to see caught, but it did pick up some, but I think those fish are starting to travel out, Don. They caught some really, really good fish there yesterday. I mean, some solid uh, three-pounders over on the backside of that dam all the way down to the Long Rocks. Um, With that said, uh, you know, uh, we have our bait on hand, um, but we only have a limited supply. Every day's been like a sad day here. Uh, it's been it's been hopping and popping, man. We've been rocking and rolling. So, um, if you're coming in this morning um, and you're running just a little bit late or whatever, stop at Beating or Friendly Fisherman, which is the old golf hall at Marina. These uh, David Dixon and Tony Kutcher, they both have live shrimp on hand. <clears throat> um, you know, we only got like maybe five thousand. We can't keep up, Don. It's just impossible to, you know, to keep up with the amount of people that we have uh, um, fishing here. So, um, with that said, you know, uh, I mean, you know, these guys need the business. We're all trying to stay, uh, you know, doing a social distancing thing, and you know, and, you know but what a be- what better way to do social distancing than get on a doggone boat and go fishing? So. Um, with that said, you know, been catching a few redfish up in the Biloxi Marsh. If you want to go uh, target redfish, um, up in St. Malo Bayou and those deep turns, down, uh, it's been it's been freshwater catfish haven in there. Uh, up in Bayou Alphonse, the same thing. Um, I personally have never fished them, 
but that's just they tell me just a piece of dead shrimp on the bottom and in those deep turns and you could you could I'm telling you you could go there literally and fill a boat up with them that's <clears throat> and fill a box up it's 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 not rocket science um, uh, they're still catching a lot of uh, sheephead up along the long rocks so um, there's no reason you couldn't come out and catch a big bag of fish today and put something together um, a little update Hopedale Marina is closed their back down is open they have a drop box if you want to go down there, um, <clears throat> they have no live bait right now because this coronavirus, till this coronavirus thing clears up, um, you know, he's, he's just going to stay shut down. But he does have a drop box, and he does have the back down is open. So with that said, come down this morning. We'd like to have you business. Make a left at that bridge. Come on down and see us, and we're going to get you fishing. And uh, we'll send you in the right direction, and all you got to do is go out there and get them. Well, you know, Robbie, this is about all we got left for our sanity is fishing and, and, you know, the only season opens turkey hunting. And, but both of those things, you get out and you're far away from the public. You can maintain your social distancing and get your mind at ease because, you know, if you just sit around cooped up in the house and you got the 24-hour news cycle going, it will absolutely drive you crazy. Oh, there's no doubt. So, you know, and this is the only way to, this is the only way to, uh, you know, to kind of, keep your sanity is go fishing or go turkey hunting and uh i suggest you do both if you can so <laughs> either or whatever just just get out the house and go do something so uh like i said you know no better way to social distance yourself from the rest of the general public is to come on out and go fishing so like i said make a love at that bridge and come on down and see us and we're going to get you we're going to get you going Thank you, Robbie, and, and thanks for remaining open to this thing and providing a very, very needed service to the public. We appreciate what you do. All right, Don. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next Saturday, buddy. Yes, we will. Thank you so much. Robbie Campo down at Campo's Marina in Shell Beach. Uh, yeah, he mentioned that uh, Hopedale is closed. They have an honor box if you want to launch there. Uh, Pip's Place, which is also down in the Hopedale area, that is normally what they do is they have just you can the launch is open and they have a box where you can put your money in it. I've got information on several other marinas and also public launching areas if you need to get an answer on it. Uh, thanks to Andy Evans, he combined his with mine. We've got a pretty extensive list here. Just text me at 87870. We also love to hear from you. we got uh, lots of people texting us that are heading turkey hunting. A lot of them going fishing. I see Eric Campo, a cousin of Robbie, he and his son fished yesterday in 20-knot wind and muddy water. Still caught 20 trout and five nice reds. Where were you, Eric? I imagine you were down in the Slidell or perhaps Shell Beach area. I don't know where you fish, but if you can, send me a note let me know. Also got some very sad news to pass along to you. We have lost yet another legend, another one from Lafitte. We'll tell you that about that coming back right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And on a sad note this morning to pass along, uh, we say goodbye and uh, rest in peace to uh, Joe Bourgeois from Lafitte, the operator of Joe's Landing. Uh, how many people did he sell bait and boat launch and fuel to over his many, many years? At the age of 89, he passed away peacefully in his home last Saturday morning. So we say goodbye, but not forgotten, Joe Bourgeois of Joe's Landing. And, yes, he was related to Tofield. I believe Tofield told me they were some type of cousin, not sure which which number cousin, second, third, or even more distant. Uh, got this information in this week about Elmer's Eye. has shut it down. Um, they have not shut down any other public areas that they manage or own. Uh, this is the only one that I'm aware of. 
when I asked them about it. This is the statement. They said when the mayor of Grand Isle and the town council contacted us and requested that the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries close Elmer's Island because of coronavirus concerns, we decided to defer to the concerns of the local community. At the time of the request and now, communities around Louisiana and the country are taking different measures to protect from this potentially deadly virus. Also, in particular, this situation, Grand Isle is located in Jefferson Parish, which has the second highest total of persons testing positive with coronavirus in Louisiana. After much consideration, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agreed with the municipality's request. And that's a shame because that is a very uh, remote area. It's one of the only barrier islands that you can uh, access by vehicle. And it's a great place to get away from crowds and do some of that social distancing. But uh, they felt in the best interest they closed it. They also closed all the beaches down there. They've closed the state park. Uh, The fishing pier is closed. Uh, There are some launches that remain open. The kayak launch is open. I was down there uh, this Thursday and saw that. That was still open. That's, uh, of course, no supplies there. Uh, As far as Bridgeside, the launch is open. The store is closed but you can launch down at Bridgeside Marina in Grand Isle if you wish to go there. So fishing uh, is still open, but some of the infrastructure is not. All right, looking at our text board, uh, here's a question. What would a Saturday morning be with any fish along the causeway? Not that I've heard, but Jeff Brule's coming on momentarily, and uh, that's one of his go-to saltwater places. And uh, it's hard to get reports from that. Those guys like to be real tight-lipped, but we'll see if he's got any word on that. I have not heard anything yet. Justin in the Gentilly Wildlife Refuge, he's playing drums, he's cleaning the house, and he visits the animals outside and chats with the neighbors. That sounds like a cool, easy life. Stay healthy, Justin. Uh, here's one that says, uh, please keep the show coming. It maintains sanity between the closed downs, honeydews, crazy 24-hour news. Uh, you and your reporters bring calm to the listeners, sitting at home, miserable but still healthy. And that's from our friend, the Lafayette Yacker, and we do intend to do this program as long as we are able. Uh, then we have, uh, let's see, Don, out here trucking. The virus has me working more than ever, and I'm loving what it's doing to the otherwise horrible traffic. Yeah, that is very noticeable. There's very light traffic, uh, sign that people are uh, ab- abiding by the request to uh, stay at home and go out only when necessary. Uh, and I'll tell you what, I'm going to make a little prediction here about truckers. I think they are some of the most unheralded unrecognized heroes through this thing. Uh, These guys are out there risking their health, but they've got to do it. They move mountains. They move the world. They move the merchandise. Without them, nothing gets moved anywhere. So hang in there, guys, and thank you from from the show, at least. Uh, Here's one said, uh, great to go hunting and fishing, but sad thing is being together at the camp. Is that safe right now? That's for everyone to determine. I mean, how safe is your home with your family living under one roof in certain number of rooms. Uh, you know, a hunting camp might look at it the same way. It's up to the individual. Uh, let's see. Here's one. Uh, JT from Bugaloosa is the launch at Lafitte open. I'm not sure which launch you're referring to. There's a few of them down there. Uh, if anyone is listening at a launch, uh, give me a call and let me know. I'm not sure about Joe's Landing since, uh, you know, we just told you about uh, his the death of the owner, Joe's Landing, Joe Bourgeois. But uh, if you got any information on that, Text us in here at 870-870. Uh, here's a good morning from the guy who was on with us last week, Chris Burzai. He's got his decaf this morning. Enjoy it, Chris. 
Uh, here's one that says, my wife and I are really going to find out how much we actually love each other. Still quarantined at the camp in Bayou Piro, LOL. Be smart and safe out there. Uh, praying for people to seek God. He's the only one that can help us through this and anything. All right, uh, here's one. Uh, let's see. Uh, trout were caught in Christmas. Oh, this is from uh, Eric, I think. Yeah, he's Robbie's brother. Uh, trout were caught in Christmas Camp Lake. Reds fished in the Biloxi Marsh. And uh, that's from Eric Campo. Very good. Good report for us, too. All right, so there's places where fish are biting. A long, extensive list of, of, of closings. Um, i kind of get to some of these. Just about anything that the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries had planned has been canceled. Uh, this weekend, we had the would have been the Big Bass Rodeo at City Park. A uh, long time. It's the oldest in the nation. Uh, the entire rodeo, the boats on the bayou and the lagoon, the battle for the bass, the high school, all of that canceled. Uh, there was also a Booker Fowler Fish Hatchery open house uh, that was scheduled. That's been canceled. The Louisiana School State Tournament for Archery in Shreveport, that was for next weekend. That's been canceled. All hunter education classes canceled, but now in-person boater education classes are canceled. But you can take the boater education classes online. Just go to Wildlife and Fisheries website. I uh, had a woman's fishing workshop at Wadil in Baton Rouge. That has been postponed. Hunter education workshop, that has also been canceled. Uh, the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries commission meeting, which was scheduled for April 2nd, that has been closed. Uh, the Step Outside program, which is encouraging people to bring non-hunters and get them involved by stepping outside at Sherbin, that has been canceled. And we've also got the uh, women's fishing workshop shops that were scheduled at Wadil on April 25th. Those have also been postponed. A lot of closures out there, folks, but the one thing we do have, you are allowed. Fishing is open, and if you're lucky enough to have a turkey spot, well, turkey season's open, too. All right, we're going to be right back after this. I understand uh, Lafitte Harbor Marina, the old C&M, is open, so you can go down to Lafitte, find a launch. All right, we come back after this, more of what you and I love to talk about every Saturday morning, hunting, fishing, and all the outdoors right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Radio Network. All right, we get text messages in. 870-870 is where they come in from. And if you'd like to send us one, can't take pictures, unfortunately. You can email those to my website, dontheoutdoorsguy.com. Lots of other information there, recipes and our outdoor shopping mall. Uh, check that out. But you can uh, find the Contact Don button and send me photographs there. We love to get them. That's how we get a lot of information on this program. We can't be everywhere, but we've got people, listeners who are, and they share their information very generously with us. So if you have some information, 870-870 is where to send it. All right, here's one says, good morning, Don. With the stay-home order issued this week, not sure if it is legal to go fishing. I figured you guys were a good place to get that info. Thanks for you and your program. That's from the Amit Amigo. Uh, it is certainly legal to fish, uh, and fish, fishing's wide open. The problem could be, could be, is closing of the infrastructure. Some of the launches, some of the bait shops, some of the bank fishing areas, some of the beaches, the piers, those areas are closed. But the actual fishing itself is not. If you've got a public or private pond that you have permission to fish on, uh, any open waters that are normally open for fishing, they are open. So go get them. Uh, let's see. we got um, some. Oh, this is from Bo. He says it was his birthday yesterday. Congratulations. Got a new tackle box full of sakale plastic and a new fashion vest. Well, I'll tell you what, that sakale equipment is right on time. Putting it all to good use this morning. Well, text us back and let us know how you're doing. Here's one that says, uh, is Reggio launch open? 
I do not know. If you know that the Reggio launch is open, shoot me a text, 87870, and help one of our fellow listeners out. Uh, here's one. Uh, is the back down launch at Eden Isle Slidell open for business? That's from Joe in Madisonville. Joe, I, I'm not sure about that. I guess you're talking about uh, the, the dock over there right there on the, the banks of Lake Pontchartrain. Uh, maybe someone that has been there or in that area or used the launch can let us know. All right, where can we get live shrimp around Delgado? Maybe you're talking about Delacro. Those places uh, on the way down there on Paris Road, uh, Tony Kutcher's, Bait Incorporated that Robbie was talking about. Uh, Sweetwater Marina and Serenades normally have them. I have not heard from them whether they do or not. But if you want to be safe, get it on your way down so you'll have it. Oh, yeah, there he is correcting it with Delacro. All right, uh, right after this uh, quick 10-second identification pause, you are going to hear from my arch enemy, the beady-eyed bird, who is now appearing. You actually got a, a good photo or video of what he looks like. And I got to tell you, he's a pretty ugly dude. It's on my website at DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. But we're going to let you listen to him as he taunts me. And I'm going to tell you what, what he actually did me last week, too. And wasn't funny. We'll be right back with the beady-eyed bird right after we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque. Radio Network. Hello, Don. Please allow me to introduce myself. I am a beady-eyed bird, known by many names. I am Reason Unhinged, creator of despair. I am that which sets your pulse to race and your blood to boil. It's in my name, Don. You abandon family and responsibility. My name, you deprive yourself of rest. And for what purpose? To match wits with a beady-eyed bird. But there's no contest, because I am an escape artist, a master of survival, one attuned to an environment of peril. Raccoons, coyotes, owls, hawks, these don. Oh, they're my real enemies. But you, you are nothing but child's play. You don't think I hear you talking through me through wood, reed, or slate. Sometimes you sound so seductive, I must investigate. But I know you, and I know you, Don, better than you know yourself. So I have you wait. And wait. And wait. For you are not patient creatures. I watch. And you move. And I am gone. Yes, and the uh, the match resumes tomorrow during the youth hunt for Louisiana. A lot of you have been out there working over on it. Let me tell you what he did me, though, uh, the beady-eyed bird. About 10 days ago or so, I went out to one of my spots to do some scouting. And I, I called up a hen in this area, and I uh, noticed that there was some turkey droppings around. It looked like probably the best area for that, that section to hunt. So I went in there and put in a pop-up blind. So when I take my uh, grandnephew hunting tomorrow morning, We're going to have a blind set up. Well, I walked in, and it was a little muddy on the trail, and I left footprints. Well, I went back on, I want to say Wednesday or Tuesday. I'm losing track of the days here. And as I walked in, right next to my 
boot track coming out from a few days ago, there were turkey tracks going in. I mean, within six inches of my boot track, he almost stepped in my boot track. So that's the taunting goes on and on, and that's why we are so passionate and obsessed with hunting turkeys. All right, so much for turkey hunting. We're going to talk some freshwater fishing with Jeff Brule. He's been in isolation (laughs) fishing by himself, I think. We'll be right back and get his report for you on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. You're listening to Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Now, here once again, your host. Yeah, when you hear that, you know what's coming. A freshwater fishing report from our buddy Jeff Brule. Those reports are brought to you each week by Berkeley. They are a division of pure fishing, and you probably know that Berkeley line of gulp baits best. They've got them for the white perch, for the bass, inshore, offshore fishing, line of all kinds, whether you use monofilament, braid, or fluorocarbon, and thousands upon thousands of fishing accessories, everything from a catfish flipper to a weigh scale. Filet knives, you name it, if it's for fishing, Berkeley has it, and you can have it too. They are a division of pure fishing. Jeff, I uh, understand you've been practicing some isolation fishing this week. Yep, Chifuncta River, it's kind of the closest spot. I grew up fishing there, so I kind of know the ins and outs of the river. So it helps me a lot. The white perch, they're still biting, uh, but they're moving deeper. The bite has kind of changed. I was catching them mainly just tight lining, swimming little jigs around and stuff. But this week, I had to put the cart back on and go real slow on the presentation. The fish are about three to four feet deep. Uh, They're around cypress trees and big bushes in the water but if you pop it more than about once or twice in a cast you're working it too fast i I had 19 keepers one last weekend i went on thursday afternoon had 15 uh nice fish uh, some you know up to pound and a half two pounds some big ones so they're grouping up i'm you know another thing that's different i'm catching three or four or five fish off one top or one tree as opposed to a couple weeks ago you'd kind of get a fish here fish there but I'm always using the nibbles, crappy nibbles, put those on and just kind of let the cork just sit. You know, you can jig it every once in a while, but if you move it too fast, they're not going to bite. And what bait were you using besides um, the nibble? Using, I'm just using a 132nd ounce head with a really small cork, just something to help the cork stand up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm using a, some of the Bobby Garland or just sometimes just a pink and white tube jig, but uh, I always have that nibble mm-hmm. on there and, They'll, they'll hit it. Uh, you got to be careful. If, if you see the cart move and start to move off and you set the hook, you're not going to catch them. You got to let them take them almost out of sight before you set the hook. It's really, really weird and hard to catch them sometimes. But they're there. You know, you just got to get move around till you find them. And when you do, you should catch a few nice fish. Well, not only is the white perch, uh, sockle, whatever you want to call them, fishing really nice right mm-hmm. now, but bass, this is pretty much prime time for the bass fishing. I've seen a lot of photos of some nice bass coming from a lot of areas on social media. What can you tell us about the stage of the spawn uh, with the bass right now? Uh, on the Chifuncta, I can tell you that it's about over with. About a, the last, from last weekend to two weeks before, just about every cypress tree seemed to have a bass spawning on it. When I went Thursday, we saw maybe a few. So the water temperature's going to got up to about 80 degrees on a Chifuncta. So it's pretty much the spawn's probably about over for, say, the peak of it. You know, you're always going to have a few spawning fish next month and, and, and into May. But uh, the, the, the big wave is over with. 
And so uh, the shad are coming up the river. They come out of the Gulf, and, you know, the local shad uh, that live in the river, they start gathering up and spawning, and that's what you need to target, especially right at daylight. They'll get around the grass patches, the bushes, the shoreline cover, and uh, just throw topwater baits by them. And I had caught some nice fish this week. It's kind of like fishing with my dad when I was young. We're throwing uh, things like nippadiddies and stuff, and you go along and uh, – we used to paddle up and down 4th Street with just a flat boat and catch them just right there at the landing. But all over the river, you find the shad, uh, white birds, owls. You look for stuff like that, and you find the shad moving around in the bass, busting in them. You, you can catch a few fish. Jeff, uh, Pearl River is, we've been hearing a lot about flattening curves. That curve is really dropping on a river level. It's just under flood stage today, but, boy, I tell you, it looks like the bottom's going to fall out over the next couple of weeks, barring any rains. What you hearing on the Pearl as far as the fishing? Well, I got one report that um, the boys have been catching some fish on the Mississippi side and some of the canals over there, and it's kind of a spawning deal, and uh, this week it's kind of dropped off. So you're going to have to go back to hunting them again. Uh, you can go to the lower end of the Pearl and fish some of those bayous and probably catch some small fish. Uh, but with the wood, water being at the level, the the wood, the water's out in the woods still. It's going to be kind of tough on the main river. I crossed it yesterday, and it was muddy as can be. So if you get fish dark baits like black and blue jigs and stuff, and you can catch some fish. They, you know, they're catching some nice stringers when they do go. Uh, you got places like Eden Isles and some of the canals and bayous along the uh, lake that, are holding fish that have stayed pretty clean that are kind of cut off from the pearl. Those are some good places to try. But like the other rivers, the the basin and Venice, they catch a fish in Barrett, but uh, the other places, the water's still too high, and uh, it looks like it's going to, like you said, rise again. But I'm hoping, you know, if the pattern holds like it is now, maybe by by later this summer all this stuff will be cleared up and we'll have a, a blast in Venice this fall. Well, a lot of the uh, events, tournaments and stuff have been canceled. But uh, one last question for you. We got the listener. Somebody always wants to know fish on the causeway, speckled trout. Are you hearing anything? Because I know you kind of keep an eye on that and you get out there when it's on. Any word? No, I haven't heard anything. Um, Usually they'll start showing up uh, tax day, April 15th. The bridges will turn on in the lake. And usually by the 1st of May, if they're going to come in, that's when I start picking up reports. And the last few years, the pearl's been so high that, and, you know, they opened the spillway a few times that they just didn't come in. So if we don't get an open spillway, the pearl goes back down. We get some good east wind. That salt water comes in. Probably about the 1st of May, we should get a, a round of trout come in because they're, they're catching a few out in the, towards the Gulf. But it's usually the 1st of May that they come on the causeway. So we'll have to wait and see what happens this year. Sounds good. Jeff, thanks so much. We appreciate your report, my friend. Uh, take it easy and uh, keep that isolation fish up. You sound like you're doing real good out there. Yeah, I'm going to go get them spotted bass one day this week. They're fun to catch, too. All right. Thanks, thanks, Jeff. We'll see you next time, buddy. All right, Jeff Brule, our freshwater fishing reporter. Uh, he also said Lake Verrett. There's been some good reports. I have also gotten some of those. A lot of brim starting to pick up now. It's <clears throat> pretty warm for this late, early or late in the spring, whichever way you want to look at it. All right, coming back after this, the guy I was fishing with this week uh, out at Queen Bass Island, Daryl Carpenter, joins us for a Grand Isle report. He'll kind of give us a straight situation on what's open, what's closed down there. A lot of changes going on in the Grand Isle and Lower Jefferson Parish. Coming back with his report. Right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. 
All right, this uh, Thursday, I had the pleasure of fishing with Daryl Carpenter, the guy on the line with us at realscreamers.com. I fished Queen Bess Island, uh, which is now covered up with pelicans and shorebirds. It's got a few fish around its banks, too. Daryl, good morning. Uh, if you would, Daryl, update us the latest on Grand Isle. There's a lot of closings that have been going in and around the area, and there's a lot of misinformation being put out there. Give us what the very latest is on what's open, what's closed in Grand Isle. Um, they're under the stay-at-home, uh, essential businesses only, you know, the same order that everybody across the state is, is, is under. But Grand Isle went a little bit further. They, they, they talked the lieutenant governor into closing the state park, so the state park is now closed. Um, they, they were apparently having some problems with congregating on the beach, so they have closed the beach access. And Grand Isle has closed... They, they've closed all public fishing piers and roadside fishing inside of the corporate limits of Grand Isle. So that means that part of LA-1 around that Elmer's Island area is closed, but the rest of it's all open. It's in the three stars. Got it. Daryl, uh, had a pretty decent fishing trip out there Thursday morning. Didn't fill the ice chest up and caught a nice mix of some nice puppy drum and some sheephead, a few speckled trout, redfish. Uh, did you make a trip since then? Did you go yesterday? I have not gone since then. Um, but, but I mean, the trip that we made, Don, has been kind of typical of what it was. Now, you know, like I said, we we could have. We could have spent more time chasing some speckled trout had we walked away from those drum or something like that. But it's been that's you know that's kind of been what's happening the last few weeks. You, you're picking up a few fish here, a few fish there, and then you'll hit a little bit of a hole, but nothing's ganged up. I was surprised to see the the those drum as ganged up as they were when we found them because you know it was every almost every cast. But nothing's ganged up yet. We we've seen last week we saw one flock of birds working up in the marsh and it had a bunch of little bitty trout underneath it but it's it's all starting to come together i mean the shrimp are moving uh you know they just gotta we gotta get it all to just hit the right spot at the right time and it's all going to come together daryl uh, what can you tell people that that are uh, interested in fishing down there what should they expect if they're coming down to grand isle as far as uh, accommodations or working with fishing guides like yourself well, we, you know, um, some guides are open, some those that have, you know, those that have made their conscious decision to close because either of sick family members or pre-existing conditions, some are closed. Uh, myself and several others are still open. Uh, we have been classified as maritime transportation workers by the government closure, so we, we're not, we're not included in the closure. Um, I personally have made arrangements for places for my people to stay. Um, so I mean I've got I've got accommodations. We we've talked to people everywhere from Golden Meadow on down to the island, and we we've worked out some some arrangements. So we have places for them to stay. They restaurants down here just like anywhere else. It's takeout only, uh, no dine-in. But there are restaurants. The grocery stores are fully stocked. In fact, they've got toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> um, so I mean that it's a it's a little bit different of a time, Don, but. I mean, we're ready. I mean, we, we've got it all worked out. We've got accommodations at DV. We'll cater it, so we're open. Well, you know, you said something that, that uh, hit home with me the other day while we were out fishing, that your customers the previous day, uh, nobody had a, a thought about coronavirus on their mind for several hours. And uh, I think everybody needs that. 
and kudos to you guys who are help making that happen. So if people want to get in touch with you, tell them how to get you. Well, Don, they can find me on your website at dontheoutdoorsguy.com, uh, realscreamers.com, or pick up the phone, 225-937-6288. All right, buddy, go catch him. Save me some of those shrimp, too. I will, Don. Thank you. All right, see you next week. All right, coming back after the top of the hour break, Bad Boys of the Outdoors, got some Jefferson Parish guys, went down to Plaquemines Parish, got in a little bit of trouble. One of them tried to make a run for it. We'll tell you their story. Also got some new information from our listeners about openings and closings of launches and other opportunities. We'll be back right after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.